What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Keisha here from K&J Conversations. And you already know, this is the place where we talk about love, family, relationships, and everything in between. Me and Justin, we got some good stuff to talk about tonight. So come join us and let's get into this conversation. It's Keisha. It's Justin. K&J Conversations, episode four, season two. Season two. I'm just saying, we rolling through this season already. It's on your fourth episode. You mean we rolling through? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, rolling, still on one hand. Like Tina, we rolling. We gonna start rolling when you need <laughs> to repeat hands to count the episodes. See, you won't even let me have my mom in the shine. Like, stop being a hater. Not on episode four, you ain't stop, shining. Stop hating. Stop, stop hating. Thank you. Anyway, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Look. So, let's go on and get into this conversation. Hold on. You ain't even... How, how, how are you doing? I'm... I'm. Well, I'm not doing so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starting out. Um, this weekend was real busy. My in-laws was in, in town, and we was taking care of a lot of business. Shout out so, to in-laws. Yeah, shout out to in-laws. And so, I'm I'm drained. Um, but in a good way. They was my they my in laws too. Sometimes I don't like claiming them, so <laughs> I'm gonna treat my gotta treat my in laws. I claim them sometimes. You know what? Um, and then some for some reason I I threw my back out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not I'm yeah, I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> a lot for the last two days. <laughs> Heating pad just bad. Any and everything I could think of right about now. Then you was one of the little young girls still. One of them little young, you think you want them a uh, young chicken head? You old chicken head now. I ain't no damn chicken head, and I was about to say so. <laughs> yeah, but you think, hey, you ain't no young chicken head no more. I threw my back out, y'all. But other than that, I'm okay. Um, just moving and grooving, I guess. All right. How about you? Mm, I've been good. You've I've been, been good. good. Yeah, trying to get around this storm. Everyone knows about the hurricane Man. that came through. Uh, Prayers with New Orleans and Mississippi Definitely. all through the Gulf. Million people, million, a million people without power. Yeah, I'm definitely sending prayers that way. I, you know what? I personally could not live in Louisiana. Like them storms that they keep having I'm and stuff. Visiting. I can't live. I'm, I'm just visiting there. I can't yeah, live. I couldn't. But I definitely send prayers out to everyone. Um, yeah. Because it's supposed to be even worse than Katrina, and we all know Katrina was. Was sixteen mad. years was sixteen years to the day Katrina hit. Yeah, I I hit same day sixteen years ago, fifty miles apart. So how I, crazy is that? Yeah, I just I don't know. And if they talking about it's gonna be worse than that, there was so many people that lost their lives. So many people lost everything that they owned, mm-hmm. had to relocate. So again, yeah, I definitely send prayers. They out. barely got back up running. Now, now yeah. it's, it's happening again. And that that would definitely probably put a strain on them and trying to get back to to the what you consider to be the norm for them, you know. Especially the poverty stricken neighborhoods. Yeah, because a lot of the neighborhoods didn't even come back from Katrina. They mm-hmm. still have homes that's missing or boarded up, or you know. Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's a rough situation to be in. Um, I don't know. They but I guess about- when you live there, you're used to preparing for storm. You know, I don't know because I've never had to deal with that. But all I know is they, we we give all these we give aid to Haiti, 
We give aid to Puerto Rico. We give aid to all these countries that get stricken with these disasters. They better get some aid to New Orleans because right now that's that's our country, our country man, and they need it. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But besides that, how you doing? You okay? I'm cool. You cool? You ready to get into this conversation? I'm waiting on you. You ain't waiting on me. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on and get into these quick takes, y'all. So, we we got a whole lot to talk about. I don't know if we any what we need to vent about, but um, the first thing we're going to talk about is this Delta Airlines, right? So, Delta Airlines notifies their employees about a 200 monthly increase on their health insurance premiums if they are not vaccinated. Now, where they do that at? Is my question. Yeah. Like, how are you going to go up on my insurance if I choose not to get vaccinated? I'm just, I don't know. I guess I'm at the point with these vaccinations. I understand why certain companies want their employees, like, in the medical field, police officers, uh, even firemen, people in them type, and teachers and things. I can understand why. But on the flip side, you know, I kind of got to, you know, be the angel Mm -hmm. and the little devil. Um. You cannot really make a person get something injected in their bodies that they don't want to get injected in. That's why. And that's why you're doing the passive aggressive route. If this you don't a, do this, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, this is all passive aggressiveness to the fullest. Yeah, damn it, it's, you know, you don't have to get it, but guess what? Premiums gotta go up. You know, I mean, yeah, you you don't you don't get it. You you're not vaxxed. You know, certain things have to happen. We gotta school you guys some things, but it's okay. You know, maybe it's your right. And mind you, the CEO of Delta Airlines stated that this would be. Active starting November 1st. Mm. So right before the holidays. And I'll be honest, a lot of these jobs and insurance is trash anyway. That's they so get... for you to be talking about going up on this is ridiculous. That's when you re-up on it. November's typically when you re-up yeah, on Yeah, that insurance. is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I don't know. I don't really agree with their method, especially messing with people's um insurance because people are already out here struggling. It's been a whole pandemic. Yeah. Um, people are really going through, so I don't think that's fair to do something like that. People need their coins. I don't understand what they're going up on that for. I mean, they ain't got nothing to do with free. Yeah. Aid is free. <laughs> it's all government funded. So it's just another cash grab. I, I don't I really understand that. I'm not, I'm definitely don't support that. But, hey, he the CEO, so he makes the rules, I guess, right? So that was that on that note. Then, you know, we always covering something that got to do with COVID, right, it's y'all? It's the whole COVID section, y'all. I know, right? Um, so the Pentagon orders all service members to get vaccinated Im- immediately. I can definitely understand that because they always have meetings and things like that. All government jobs. Yeah, I can really understand that one. Um, whether they going to get to the point where they forcing you, I'm not sure, but... They definitely want you to do it, oh, especially in the army and things. I could see that. I definitely could see oh, that. Oh yeah, the, all branches of the military. You yeah, get yeah, I could see that. Um, cause that's still like in the category of health health officials and teachers yeah. and stuff. So I I can totally understand. They ain't stopping that. the road. They you still gonna do tours? They gonna ship your ass off to all these countries? That ain't none of that shit stopping. So you're gonna get you're gonna get shot up as far as the you know the virus. And then and this is pertaining to active and reserve military members to become fully vaccinated. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So I'm not neither. I'm definitely not um surprised with that. I, I think like we had talked about a few episodes back, like it's be, it's gonna become the norm where companies are going to be like you have to be vaccinated. Um for sure. So Absolutely. I'm not shocked. Then, 
So, you know, already in the social media, it has been a so much back and forth about mask in schools, mask not in schools. I'm personally um, for masks being in school. It's too many bodies in an enclosed building in space. You don't really know where people have been or gone. Teachers, you don't know what they're doing off the clock. You don't know what the kids are doing or who they're around. So, for me, I am for mask in school. No questions asked. Um, even though I did choose for my child to be digital, a digital learning still, um, if my child was in school, he I would definitely want him to be surrounded with people with masks and him having a mask on as well. Yeah. So Florida, I guess, you know what I'm saying, they was going back and forth. And the Florida judge shuts down the governor's anti-mask mandate in public schools and calls it unlawful. It is. First of all, I'm about over. This might be my little five-minute rant here. I'm so over because it's happening here where we live. I am so over people doing these protests and all of the senators, government, you know, all these people in higher up mm-hmm. positions trying to stop mandates and things. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You sitting in your house somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Probably ain't even going around nobody, but then you want to put other people's lives in your hands. Mm-hmm. I truly don't understand that. I feel like this whole, the whole COVID thing now, it's, it's very real. But I feel like it's very politicized too. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very political thing right now, which is which is is sad, because at the end of the day, everyone that buys by COVID, the ones that get the shots to wear the mask, typically they're all inner city, you know, um, people in around major cities, a lot of Democratic people, and I think a lot of people in the, on the uh, the right wing of Republican wise, even if they feel like you know what I'm saying the the virus is serious. And people need to wear their masks to keep their social distancing. They still not going to go for it. They still is like, you know what, fuck it. That's not where the fuck my party's at. My party wants us to still keep things open. And my party wants us to work and make money. And my party wants us to act like um, the masking up is fucking dangerous. The only reason I say that is because a lot of people in these different counties, you can tell. Lower class counties, they're more heavily on the mask and things like that. and, And making sure people are safe. On a lot of these upper class counties, you know, they still have the same COVID numbers, but they don't. They still don't mandate. But they want to act like it ain't. They don't. Yeah, see. I, I, I have. A, I know a person where their child goes to a a upper class county, and she and she tells me that they get emails every day about how someone's called COVID in in their school system, but they still don't mandate masks. They like, we know you don't have to wear it, don't worry about it, even though people are getting sick. But that doesn't make sense to me. I think it's a mentality belief thing. People will die on one of their beliefs. But I have a problem with jeopardizing kids. See, kids don't have a choice. They don't, they technically don't have a voice in a sense when it comes, because it's what the school wants you to do. I don't feel like you have the rights, period. To sit here and if you feel like that, then keep your kid at home. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, where, you know how many kids in, in counties have gotten sick within the first couple of weeks of school? Just like up north, schools are just starting to go back because, you know, in different areas, some are have been back in school just like our kids down here have been in school. Yeah. They've already gotten caught, they've already getting letters. My cousin kid's only been in school for two days and already got a an email or whatever. Yeah. A notification that somebody was in the school on a certain day. Yeah. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Then another thing that um one of my relatives was telling me was that the schools up north is saying, like, if your kids are vaccinated, they won't have to quarantine. 
So say somebody had COVID in that particular classroom, why wouldn't that child need to, to quarantine? They could still catch COVID. Mm-hmm. They just may not get sick. So that means they could be a carrier and give it to other kids. That doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. that that child wouldn't have to quarantine. So for me, it's just a bit much with these rules and regulations. And then you're putting, you're jeopardizing and putting somebody's life at risk. I, that's the problem that I have mm-hmm. with some of these rules and regulations because it may not be your kid gets sick. It may be my kid. They end up in a hospital somewhere. But you've already made this rule for everybody, kid. And that's the problem that I have. So I'm glad it got turned up. I personally feel like it needs to go back in every state that you mm-hmm. must wear a mask at all times. That's just my personal opinion, though. Um, and lastly, but not least, um, pertaining to COVID. Um, and I was really sad to see this. And I really, really hope um, yeah. everything... Prayers. Yeah. Sending prayers. Sending prayers in this direction. But, uh, wait one second. Um, Reverend uh, Jesse Jackson and his wife, um, has caught COVID and they was hospitalized. Yep. And so when I ran across that, I was like, dang, um, because so many people don't recover or they still have issues with COVID. So I really be hating when I see that someone's caught it and things like that. And they're mm-hmm. older too. Yep. So um, you just never know how it's going to affect them. So I definitely, definitely are sending prayers to him and his uh, wife and his their family that they, you know, get well real soon and bounce back, you know, because it's not a fun thing because he's 79 and um, he's she's 77. Man. Yeah, it's dangerous. So, it could be it could have been that seriously. He couldn't have came back from it. Yeah. And a man as great as, as Jesse Jackson shouldn't be shouldn't leave this world because of of COVID. So he he should have a long he should he's lived a long life, but he has a lot more trail on his tires. So that's what I like to say. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm really sending some love in that direction. Um so that's all for the COVID section good <laughs> um a lot to be said out here in these streets um but moving on to damon dash mm-hmm. um you we all know how much he loves Aaliyah. he still loves Aaliyah. Yeah. um as far as i'm concerned he probably still in love with Aaliyah. um but he did uh he spoke on how he blames hype williams over Aaliyah's death now if you're not really familiar who hype williams is Back in the um, 90s, going into the two, late 90s, going into early 2000s, he was like one of the dopest uh, video producers. Hey, if you don't know what Hype Williams is, you don't know the culture. Let's just keep it simple as that. I'm not even going to explain who the hell Hype I Williams am. is. I am. Like, how you I'm not? Because you're not part of the culture if you don't know who Hype Williams is. Everybody don't know, baby. You can't be like They ain't part of the culture. Anyway, <laughs> since you that. cut me out. If you don't know, Hype Williams is a real big producer for videos. You know what I'm saying? He was the dopest in the game, um, he was doing videos for everybody back in the late uh, 90s going into the 2000s. Google him. Yeah, he, his resume is, is, is the business for real. But uh, so Ricky Smiley Show had posted up that Damon Dash had recently did an interview. And he shared how he was upset with Hype Williams over Aaliyah's death. He tells that on the day of Aaliyah's uh, fatal uh, flight she was nervous about getting on the plane because she didn't like it and he told her to not get on he later learned that Lenny Kravitz 
offered Aaliyah his jet after she complained about the initial plane. But High Williams had taken the jet instead. Yep. Kind of messy. Yeah. Uh, Dash also said he has spoken to Hype about it. And when the reporter asked how the talk went, he said, ask him. He explained because of my respect for Aaliyah and her family, everyone's respectful of her memory. No one really speaks on it. So in respect for her memory, I don't say a lot of things. So now if anybody remember when Aaliyah passed away, there was talk about how she was not comfortable with the plane. Other individuals that was there, you know, for the video shoot spoke about that as well. Yep. Um, and the I think the issue was that it was too much on that plane. And I believe the guy that rode the plane, it was some issues with him as well. Mm-hmm. But that plane was very small for the stuff that they put on that plane. Um, and I'm, I, I'm not an expert in planes, but I would think them smaller planes that go from uh, one island to another or take you from the island to the airport's. I would think there is a limit to what you could put on there or not because they're not made for that. Mm-hmm. They're really just made to get you to point A to point B, you know, from island to airport or island to island. So, um, I think I've never heard that Hype Williams or that there was another jet offered to Leah to, to, you know, comfort that for her. I never knew that part of that. And so it's kind of disappointing to hear that he got on that jet. And put her yeah. on that jet that she wasn't comfortable with. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's sad. You know, it's still, it's, it's always it's always things that we don't know about. Oh, definitely. Know, celebrities and things that happen with their deaths and things like that. It's, it's has being brought up a lot, a lot right because about of now her music. Because of her music being released, and she come out with a new album. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, I will say this about Dame Dash: if you never listened to a Dame Dash interview. I suggest he's one of the most underrated interviews I think that's out there because he every interview is different. He drops jewels in every interview. He talk his shit because that's the way Dame Dash is. But he also he also puts you up on a lot of shit. He talks about his businesses. He talks about some of the past things. He give you a couple stories. It's a lot of things. So if you ain't never seen one Dame Dash, and you can look any of them up, all of them are good. Especially now, the past past couple years, he's a little bit older. So he talks a little bit more now than what he used to talk. Um, so yeah, they're all good. I always suggest it. I'm well, I wonder. Let's do it all the way. Just from him saying, "Ask hype about hype Williams about this." I wonder if he would ever come out and talk about that situation because then that makes him look really bad yeah, in a public eye because a lot of people had their opinion like they probably shouldn't have got on that plane. None of them should probably should have got on there with that stuff. Um, and for her to already feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable about getting on there, yeah, that just don't make him look too good. So as you can I don't see, know. you can see there's still a lot of pain that goes to oh, definitely, death, and that just goes to the person that she was. You know, it really it, it's a testament to who she was as a person and how many people loved her to show it's still this much pain as a person's death. And her, what it was what. 20 years it's been 20 years now. Yeah, it, it's been, so, yeah. I remember when I was in high school when she passed. It was girls in there crying. You know, like really. Oh, I shed crying. tears. I don't remember I don't exactly where. where I was when I heard the news. Mm-hmm. But I actually shed tears. Um, that hit. It really did. It hit. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I was not too 
I'm trying to think because it was for that album where I got to see her. So I had just seen her in concert. Yeah. Um, and I was a big fan of her. So it's definitely going to make people kind of look at him a little like, really? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know about that one. But moving on, Chicago <laughs> in the building. What you got? The things that come from the shot town. And we definitely got some. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them was stolen from us, too. Woo, boy, yeah, but we got some. We got some. Yo, so, what's the list? What they got out We there? We got a, a few of them. So, somebody decided to post, and I found this on the shade room, and I had to go over this list because why? I'm from Chicago. Um, so it said the first one is definitely one that we used to say, You tweaking? Why you tweaking, boo? Why? Why why you tweaking, Justin? We yeah, we did that. Now this one, foo, um uh fo fo no, you said fo. Oh. Yeah, fo. Yes, that's a game term. Yeah, we used on folks. So then they just abbreviate. So they just <laughs> fo. Man, we're folding them at. <laughs> this one they bleeped out, so I'm not really sure what that one is. Goofy, yeah. Yo yeah, goofy they ass. Saying, yeah, they were saying goofy for a minute. Capping, I don't recall that coming from Chicago. That must be some new shit, new school it shit. Gotta be. I remember, I, I recall it being Southern. Uh, southern right, town. I thought that was from down south somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Pop out, I don't know about popping out. I never used that time. I've, I've heard it. G, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everybody a G, yo G, or when mm-hmm. you talking about somebody. Definitely. Um, on baby. <laughs> That's got to be a newer term. That's the newer term. Because... It used to be on what when we was coming up? On folk and mm-hmm. <laughs> on, on folk. folk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> well, what about when you be talking to your boys and you be whoop, whoop, and whoop? Mm-hmm. You got to give examples, baby. You, just, I, I never said the whoop, whoop. I ain't never said that neither. I ain't never heard merch neither. That must be some new stuff. I heard it, but I don't know if Chicago came up with it. And then I guess the OFN is... Um, on phone now. Yeah. <laughs> on God, that's definitely Chicago. Um, definitely. I don't know about this one either. The 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 this one. Wait a minute. Let me see. I some of these whole time though. Huh? You talking about the whole time though? No, this one. What they say? Oh, I'm not on the guys. Yeah, I ain't never. We ain't never said no on heard, the guys. I, I know about on the because we, we do say on the owner, like on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. Yeah, we say on the. We be like finna. But the oh yeah, finna is definitely Chicago. Go to the store. On the I ain't too familiar with on the whole time though. Yeah, you definitely saying that when you talking, you be the whole time though. So and so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely Chicago. Pull up, yeah, yeah, pulling up on your ass. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> now all the females. Now you're bald headed. <laughs> man, if you from Chicago, especially in this era, you in your late thirties now. You when we used to go to Forest City, shout out to Forest City or the Plaza. Mm-hmm. You hear, hey, shut up. Um, check it out. Mm-hmm. Definitely, my boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, slide. I don't know about match. I ain't never heard that. That must be some new stuff. Yeah, yeah, now, Justin, what's my favorite line? I always say. What you mean? 
That's definitely on the list. What you mean? What the fuck you mean? See, that's that when you you pissing somebody off or you saying some dumb shit, you hit them with the what you mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I say that all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never realized that was a Chicago thing though, but <laughs> lacking on bro, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on chief. That's definitely, definitely. definitely on chief. <laughs> um, you and your what? You and your glow. I ain't never heard that before. Yeah, I ain't heard that one either. Stain? What? What is that one? I heard that before. Stain is like you hit a lick. You know how they say? I'm oh, a lick. okay. You know. People you say I mean shot dice. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I never I'm shot dice. Stain there. I'll say I see yeah, I'm you. Finna, I'm finna come up. Show you money. used to shoot some damn dice. Uh, yeah, you shoot, you shoot dice <laughs> um, after school all the time. I don't know this one either. I ain't never heard that term. That. I don't know what that is. Um, K U cool. I don't know. I don't that. know what the hell that is. I wish I knew what these was that they bleeped out. They they should have Joe. Is Joe on the list? Joe yeah. definitely what is. What up, boy. Joe? Yeah, hey, Joe. What's this one standing for? Cause I'm. Let me see. What's that? OMA. S. OMS. Yeah. I don't know about that one. That's some new shit, Buford. What the hell is a Buford? I don't know what that is. I don't know what the hell that is neither. What's this one? I need my damn glasses. <laughs> is that Scud? What's a Scud? I ain't never heard that. You time. Scud bucket? It's like a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> what I know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had to do that one, y'all. They, they got thought on there because thought came from Chicago. No, nah, they don't have that See, one. See, they ain't got Joe and thought on. Oh, here's some bogus. It's definitely in Chicago. Yeah, oh my yeah. granny. <laughs> I know. Bussa. <laughs> yeah, she's a bussa. <laughs> uh, we out here. Mm-hmm. You clowned out. I ain't never heard this one either. Flogging. Flogging. I don't know what that is. On life. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely on life. Um, you just did that. Oh, Joe is right here. Joe. Yeah, Joe, Joe should have been number one. Them bitches smacking. <laughs> <laughs> Them bitches smacking. What the, what the hell? Fat. Oh, definitely fat. That shit fat. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's definitely us. Fire. Um, if no one knows, I mean, it's fire. It's good. It's it means fire. good. Yeah. And it's good. It's fire. Um, on my dead homie Gray. On my dead homie Gray. <laughs> you know like, what? That's that's some that's some granny shit. Now on my granny. Yeah, on my mama. On my granny Gray. Yeah. You say you say that. Oh my too. god, I had to do this one, y'all, just for the hell of it. Surprised they ain't got a uh, crease on you. You don't remember crease? No. It means like uh, when someone hits somebody, like they um. He, man, he stole off your man. And that stole on, yeah. Man, be like, man, he creased your ass, meaning he, st- he hit oh, you that's some, that, that's, that must have been the, the guy thing. <laughs> that stole on, yeah. Mm-hmm. He stole on your ass. Okay, y'all, that was just a little Chicago fun. Um, So if you ever hear these terms, <laughs> look. Y'all got to come Chicago. up with y'all own city. I need to see a list of some of these other cities. They turn. Oh, my God. That was fun as hell just to read those. Okay, so moving on. So, some more fun right now. So, you know, I think I mentioned I can't twerk. I can't twerk for shit. Um, I even went to a damn uh, class, twerking class, pole class, all that shit. Straight up, shout out to the strippers, y'all, because I, I salute y'all on the pole. I, yeah, pole ain't for me. We love the strippers, man. Look. Man, uh, we love the strippers. <laughs> but I found this, um, this uh, Instagram post. And it was it was so funny. <laughs> I felt her pain, y'all. 
I'm saying teach me how to twerk. Help us with that. And she was the video she did, y'all. So the shade room posted it. Um, and I wish I knew this young lady's not because I definitely would shout out because baby girl, I she feel you. She was singing, that's what called she me to it. Um, she had some feeling with that. Like, like real talk, like I was feeling her pain. She was she was harmonizing. Oh, sing, and sing Kirby sing. That's who she is. Kirby was killing it. Yeah, Kirby was doing her damn thing because I was feeling her pain. That's what made me be like, I gotta talk about this. So Gone girl, I'm I'm with you. I can't swerve neither. It's like I I see the twerkers, especially um Big Freedom with her dance with you know what I'm saying yeah, when he do out. his thing and and they his dancers get the twerking that Louisiana twerk. I be like, yeah, my ass can't move like that. So yeah, <laughs> I just you know what I'm saying. I I'm, I'm yeah, and then I come from the era like I don't know what other states called it, but like in Chicago we called it popping. You know what I'm saying? You was popping it, dropping it low. Dropping I could low. do that, but I can't twerk. Can't twerk. So it kind of makes me be like, damn, bitch, get it together. Yeah, get it together, man. <laughs> so, I know, but shout out to baby girl, because she did the damn thing with that pose. Um, Seeing Kirby uh, saying, I'm I'm with you, girl. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I, I can't twerk either, girl. And she did a whole vocal. Figure it out, man. You know where you at, man? You to take another <laughs> class or something? Shit. Look, now... Better shake something. Now, listen here. Because um, I almost agree with this damn post, and I hate to say that because I have a child. But, <laughs> like, yeah. Don't judge me, y'all. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. A California high school teacher claims Generation Z is less educated, more depressed, and without values compared to other generations, I totally agree. It's true. And I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I don't know if this teacher is bold enough to say, like, you know what I'm saying? It's the way the school system is now because some of the stuff they teach, I agree with. I wish maybe we was taught the some of some of the things that they're taught, like, far yeah. as math. Yeah. Um, but I still also feel like they need need to teach them just the regular way of doing math. Yeah. When you 30-something years old, you ain't got time to be drawing no line sticks, no damn shit. circles, and I, I just don't agree with it. That's Nobody just my personal opinion. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, But, you know what I'm saying, from the baby boomers and the millennials and all these other generations, things are just so different. These kids, to me, it's just the common sense stuff they just don't do. Or don't know, I should say. Like, when we was 11 years old, it's just things we just knew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it made me think about a post that I saw not too long ago. Um, It might have been on Instagram or uh, TikTok or something like that. But this guy did little videos of the different generations mm-hmm. of just the simplest shit. Yeah. And it, he wasn't lying. He just was not lying. And so, I don't know. I think... A lot of this comes from the way the school system is, the way, to me, they dummy these kids up and not teach them the proper things that they need to know. They don't use, a lot of these kids don't even write good because they don't write. Everything is electronic on the cursive. damn, uh, What's cursive? What's what that? you call the, uh, the smart board. It's on the mm-hmm. smart board. You know what I'm saying? You could Google a whole goddamn lesson nowadays or YouTube it or whatever. They're so more, they're, they're more te- technical. Technologically, they're smarter than anyone, any other. Yeah, using technology, yeah. Yeah, any other era, you know, of people that we came up, they're smarter with machines now, but they just, they, street smarts, they just, they're dumb. They lack a lot of street smarts right now. 
you know, common sense, a lot of common sense is being lacked right now across the the board. Because in this article, it says that... Communication is lacking. Yeah, they don't talk to each other. They don't even know how to ask each other for a phone number no more. Now, instead of for a phone number, it's, can I get your tag name? Like, what? Like, I don't understand. So, like, in the article, it just says, as we are in a time where social media and influencers are at the forefront of many people's lives for entertainment and still in a national pandemic... Some may feel that it has caused a dramatic change in high school students. According to studies, teens' depressions grew 63%. I could believe that. From 2002 to 2017. And teen suicide grew 56%. That's a big number. Mm -hmm. Suicide replaced homicide as the second leading cause of death amongst young young adults in 2019. That's sad. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's terrible. But the teacher from, and he's from, um, so according to the uh, New York Post, teacher Jeremiah Adams shares why he feels Generation Z is less educated, depressed, and are without values. He feels like um, students were able to identify with celebrities successful. You know, celebrities and how they are successful. Mm-hmm. But not the policymakers like from former vice presidents. So instead of using presidents or them type of people, they're using celebrities as they're who they look up to. And I, and that is true. It's not good. I, well, I can't talk about Corey Kenshin. Like he is like the, the, and don't get me, he's very popular, but these kids, that is what they talk about. They more talk about these gamers and these social media people, these mm-hmm. um, influencers, more so than presidents and doctors and lawyers and teachers. And it's crazy. Asking who Dewey does more is. They're going to be like, who? Ask who W.E.B. Du Bois is. They're going to be like, I don't know this person. Hell, ask who the hell Rosa Parks is. They're going to be looking like, well, I don't know who Rosa Parks is. It's just, you know, it's crazy. Ask them about somebody they made a movie about that. Ask them about Harriet Tubman. <laughs> they gonna be Damn, like, they can't answer none Tubman. of that. And I totally agree. She's like, I, now our son do have other interests outside of gaming. Um, he does, but all of these kids that that is just what they are, and it's to me it's not a good thing because it's not realistic. Huh? Um, because by the time they get grown, and being an influencer may not be be the it thing no more because no. all of these be things are just for a season and so I, I don't know I just be shaking my head sometimes but when I saw that post I was just like I kind of agree like it but it trickles down from the school system as well they teach totally different kid like I, I get upset like with our son I make sure he's writing properly you're not turning in chicken scratch to your teacher you know what I'm saying? And because all that stuff is important. They don't even know what side of paper is the right side. Because they don't use no book paper in school. It's crazy. They don't do cursive. Like, my son has been practicing his cursive for the last two years just because that's something important. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. But right. I, I definitely agree. They talk about getting bags and getting fresh weeds put in. And, yeah. You know, want a millionaire boyfriend and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Crazy. And then our young men want jewelry, mm-hmm. fancy cars. Mm-hmm. But these folks, these kids don't understand what it really takes to do you, that. You want to color your hair all different type of colors and shit. It's just, it's not realistic. And, not, and we, 
our grandparents are the uh, baby boomers and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So our our generation grew up so differently, and then a lot of our generation was raised by our grandparents. Mm-hmm. So our train of thought on things are just so different, and I try my best to instill those things into my son. I want him to be a kid, and I get he's in a whole different era than what I am. So things are totally different. So I respect that. I respect the era he's in and what they do and how they move. But on the flip side of that, I probably get on on my son last nerve about certain things because I just I can't go. I'm sorry, that's just me though. But um, we gonna take a quick quick break and then we gonna finish up these quick takes. All right now. All right, so we back. You ready? Yeah. All right, we rolling through the little quick takes. We had a whole lot to talk about, though. It was so much going on lately. A lot of damn takes. Yes, it was a lot. It's been a lot going on. What can I say? What can I say? So, <laughs> this is hilarious to me. <laughs> so, I uh, ran across um, your boy, Trick Daddy, right? <laughs> Trick love the kids. Just hot ass messes, all I can say. So there's a big reaction to him because he was on um, Yo Pod that you love to watch. Go and tell the folks what you like to watch. Oh, Dream Champs. Yes, he was on that. Shout out to Nori and DJ EFN. And so just just take a listen to this. So we go ahead and get into this little conversation. Mm-hmm. Want to eat booty again? You yeah. saying women is eating the booty? Yeah, women oh, eat the booty. Wait, wait, wait. So yeah, so they had all these different memes. <laughs> wild dude, man. We had all these different memes that people was posting after hearing him say. Nobody trying to visualize Trick Daddy with his legs in that. This it was Talking this. About, I'm a thug. Wait, it was this meme for me though. I was just like, yeah, I don't want to picture you. No, that's not a good. Visual. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey. And then, so you know, so if y'all don't know, right? Not too long ago, while back, your boy um, Tank. Tank talked about getting his little butt ate at, right? And I love me some Tank. It made me look at him just a little bit different, but I love Tank. So it was. He was talking like he changed mm-hmm. his life when he was. He was talking about getting it at. But like, see, the thing is. Tank is a fine man, so I guess him saying it, you kind of could just be like, okay, he get his ass ate. You know what I'm saying? But Trick, I don't want to picture that man getting his butt ate. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Tank uh, responds because, Trick you know. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> so Tank responds to, to, to this whole little interview, and the shit was, it made it even more hilarious for me. I'm like, you know what? I came with y'all. Y'all tripped it. Let that woman eat. If she wants to go down, go down. Let her do it. Let that Sing woman it, eat. But no utensils, no, no. Did he really hit it with that though? Let that woman eat. He was going back to when that shit was happening with him. He said, come on now. So, Tank posted a video singing that song, Let That Woman Eat. 
Um, and he, and the caption says, I was just minding my business and then I'm getting tra- dragged into trick da- at, at trick da- uh, daddy dollars business. <laughs> FYI, that man ain't wrong for enjoying pleasure from his woman. My new single featuring trick daddy, let that woman eat coming soon. And then he put the little laughing emoji and then he put R&B money. <laughs> you know what? Hey man, that's 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 the route we take it, man. Go ahead, man. I, you know, listen here. I ain't in nobody's bedroom business, and if that's what y'all doing in y'all bedroom, up there, I will tell you. But I ain't need no ass. Hey man, remember when you uh, Trick Daddy was on uh, one of little loving hip hop little specials? And that was on vacation. He was talking about he be eating booty and shit. He was like, "This how I be eating booty." <laughs> 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 he was going crazy. And then Mama D was like, "Hey, Trick, <laughs> trying to get a booty ate, man." I'm, I I didn't know that it was just such a thing, you know, to be on your ass ate. Um, and I'm sure me and you know what I'm saying. Man. Yeah, it's teachers on. I just don't know why any female would want to do that. Like, I don't want no man's balls and shit in my face. Like, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, I just look at Joy different. Because the only thing you think Joy was doing it. You he think was married Joy, to her, man. But that don't mean she was doing it just because she was married. Yeah, they ain't been, they been separated for a long time. He might have got it done by one of the little, little, little chicks he messed with, one of these little young girls. Because yeah, Joy ain't do it that day. Maybe Joy wasn't doing that. Joy might feel a certain kind of way. Well, she knew a certain type of way. Him putting all his little bedroom business out here in these streets. Because even if she, even if it was Joy that was eating his booty, maybe she don't want everybody to know she eat booty. That's a private thing. I'm just saying, that's private. Well, it's his business. And he talking about putting his legs up in the air. Like it depends. I'm like, nah, I ain't even fucking with all that. What you mean? <laughs> that mean no, I'm gonna tell you what it mean. I mean that's when she was really, really doing it good. <laughs> and he just he just, he just slide the joint up, man. Now I didn't see now give me because I didn't fuck around Jesus. I didn't see the fucking porno where the shit caught me by surprise. I didn't know the shit was gonna go that route. I'm just watching porno. You know what I'm just casual watching that thing, you know, the woman oh, doing her things, you know, the man just casually slide his leg. I'm like, where are you going with this? And then she just getting eaten. I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on here? I just, so he yeah. caught me by surprise with my man. Do you think that's been going on a long time or that's some new shit? No, and people I, being more open about it. Is I, that what it is? Niggas eating booty back in slavery days. I'm See, this is my thing. I know niggas ate booty. But... You know what I'm saying? While they giving, doing their little thing, they might go on and slide down there. But I ain't know females was eating ass. No, I think the... Um, I'm the, just saying. I think the origins of booty eating came from the, the deep <laughs> Mexican roots. <laughs> I think the, I think Mexicans invented the booty eating. Why do you think that? Because every Mexican person I know them ate some ass. Oh, maybe. That's like thing. And it just... Yeah, they just... And then they just take it to other cultures. It's like the gift that keeps giving, I guess. It's like, just, we gonna bring our booty eating technique to y'all. <laughs> I just ain't it. never in my life, like... I I just can't... No, that ain't my... Co- if, you, if you ever came to me talking some baby, I love you. No, that's... No. I'm not eating your ass, yo. No, I ain't eating your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going. I'm sorry. That's just a little too personal yeah, for I, me. I got to think about putting your foot in my mouth. <laughs> shit. I ain't, I'm definitely not going to be eating your ass. Shit. Like, I'm just saying. Like, that's just too personal. You certain things going to take me out the moment and shit. You That'd be one, huh? Yeah, you fly your ass up to it. Like, what you want to do? Shit. My thing don't go up that high. You got to bring it down to my thing level. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, you ain't really be plopping that thing in my face like that. I just, I cannot. But to each his own, apparently, it's Trick Daddy. Your, it's on your sofa down, I go. Trick Daddy loves it, apparently, because he had a big-ass smell on his face. He was like, it depends. <laughs> yeah, had no, look, it had no problem talking about it depends. So, more power to that man. I ain't going to hate on him, but... Shout out to Trick, man. I just, I just, I, the, my, the visuals for that, I ain't here for. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. But moving on to, um, to my boo, because I love me some Chris, Chris and Michelle. I've been rocking with her since our first album. Um, I'm a really huge fan of hers. I, be, I actually been wanting to see her live for a long time. And I guess one of these days I'll get a chance to see her live. Mm-hmm. But, um, I guess this gentleman's name is John Murray. Um, he was just talking about how since the culture is so hyped about the Kanye West Donda album, um, it's time to uncancel Chris at Michelle. So, you know, back when I don't even want to say his name, but the ex president mm-hmm. was got forty five. Yeah. Put in office, you know, she sang or whatever. And a lot of people was upset about that. A lot of people, I guess, put her on the council section. Mm-hmm. I never counseled her. So Chris said, if you ever run across KJ Conversations, boo, just know, girl, I'm I've been rocking with you. That didn't bother me. She did what she felt like she wanted to do, and I respected that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I got why people was upset about it, but because it was a lot of other people that he asked and they didn't do it because of who he was. Mm-hmm. But I ain't knocking nobody, especially if she had a bag for it, whatever. So I never counseled her. I listen to her music. I I follow her on social media because I'm really a big fan of her. She's a dope artist. You know what I'm saying? So pretty much she was just saying like, you know what I'm saying? She never disrespected our history, our ancestors. You know what I'm saying? She's never done anything to be counseled in that sense. Mm -hmm. So Chrisette, you know, she did respond or whatever. And and so the question, and she put it here. Should she even respond? She said, "Should Chris and Michelle be uncanceled?" And she put it at the gentleman at the uh, Jasmine brand. And I don't feel like she should have never got canceled. I really don't. I, I don't. She said, "I've always wondered." She took the how, bag and paid the price. She said, "I've always wondered how to respond to this questions. It is actually the reason why I don't do interviews anymore." So. She said, being compared to Kanye and Travis for the last five years. Mm-hmm. I didn't know people really put them in the same, you know, watching them soar into the highest um, realness of stardom, waiting on God's hand to show me exactly what my story will look like. I just feel like this whole cancel culture thing, to me, is nothing but being bullies is what I feel. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know what you. What do you feel about that? I think some people. I think some people needs to be taken out of our culture because some people just do. Some, it's some shit. Well, if you in certain cultures, it's certain things you abide by, or you just gotta get the fuck out of the culture. It's simple as that. Some stuff, but so, some of the stuff that people get counseled for to me is a form of bullying. I think the petty things. <laughs> no, I don't think everyone should be getting canceled. But I think some people like you cross you cross the line in our culture. You gotta fucking go. Simple as that. So I'm 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 all for. The cancel culture, but it has to be for something that's really affecting our culture, a detriment to our culture. That's what I feel. Cause she even put it. Um, she took the bag. I'm not knocking up taking the bag, but she was 
to me, she was she was a house nigga for that one for real. Like you ain't ain't nobody rocking with that man like that. And all money ain't good money. But what's the difference from Kanye sitting down with him, Steve Harvey sitting down with him? Y'all didn't counsel them though. Well, Steve so Harvey, that's that's my issue. Y'all pick and choose. Y'all pick and choose who y'all want to so called cancel. But these same people sat down with these people. Like I don't that that I don't understand that. Well, Steve Harvey went and to y'all ain't canceled him. Steve Harvey went to meet him for specific reasons. I don't know. All she did was sing a goddamn song. Why you yelling at me? Because like I'm just telling you. Okay, go ahead. Well, Steve Harvey went to them went went up there for specific reasons, and it ain't nothing that shit get accomplished. What his I guess his um his t- intentions were, but it wasn't just about how to honor that man. That that one that one where it was gonna go. Kanye be on some other shit, yo. It, it all across the board. Ye be on some other shit. Now, I love Ye, but at the same time, he be on some other shit. Everyone knows that. So, it's certain people with exceptions to the rules and things like that. Kanye, to me, is like an exception to the rule. Because he do, he do shit that's outlandish. And sometimes, he don't mean no harm with the shit, but it should still be outlandish. Well, she put, I made a choice to stay full of gratitude and masterpiece. But today... This post has inspired me to allow the energy of comparison to enter my feed. I think most of the comments are well intended and I'm not really attached to the results of the conversation, but it is an interesting topic. Kanye endorsed him. Travis sang with me. So why he didn't get canceled? I don't know about Travis. And time unfolded. What do you think history has proven in this tale? What do what did you think five years ago? What do you think today? Would you release new music if you were me? What would you sing about? Who would you sing to? Why? So these are the things that she she posted. What does my role as a female play in this in this story? What about my role as a Christian? How about my role as it compares to Kanye and Travis? So it's like you can a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, want to bash her, but things follow behind that. So do Kanye get a pass for what he chose to do with, with Trump? Well, I think Kanye took his lunch for it. I mean, Not yeah. really, because y'all still going to run to that man concerts. Y'all still going to go buy his albums. Well, Kanye's, predominantly Kanye's concerts, he's filled with white people. As in most hip-hop concerts. That's just what it is. So it don't matter if we cancel. Uh, he on a concert. It's going to be 80-90% white people. That but we still talking about the black people that chose to support. Well, Kanye's done a lot for the culture. The too. white people, I don't see them doing the counseling. It'd be the black people that counsel. Because you can't, a white person can't cancel. Right, so we're not pertaining to those. We're talking well, about these you talking about people. y'all go to concerts. Or okay. Or white people. So the Chicago concert that he just had that, you it think it was more white, white people there? Yeah. It was majority white people there. I can tell you that. So, but at the same time, like I say, Kanye has done more for the culture than Chrisette Michelle has. Well, she was just the R&B singer. So, I mean. What do you mean? What I'm R&B singer. She does a lot of things, too. Mary J. Blige R&B singer. And she's done a lot for the fucking culture. But you don't even follow Chrisette Michelle. Well, I gotta follow Chrisette Michelle. Right, so you don't know what she's been doing for the culture. She ain't been, she ain't, Chrisette Michelle ain't contributed to most of the culture as Kanye. I'm just gonna hit you with my look and keep it moving. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye came in the game wearing polo. What do I wearing fucking polos for Kanye and hip hop like that? Kanye started a whole wave of rock wearing polos. 
You know what? I'm just going to hit you with the look <laughs> and keep saying. it moving. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with the look and keep moving. Kanye I just don't agree. Wave I can understand people being maybe disappointed. I can see people being a little upset that she sung because I was kind of like, why? And I'm a big fan of hers. But she chose it, but I don't think a person should be just canceled. I don't I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't agree with being canceled all the way, but I, I understand she, she, she took the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, she I ain't do nothing that bad. It's other people. That and said, y'all sit here and, and, and love the Kardashians. Yeah, but Kim went and sat and talked to them. Trump was fishing for people. Trump was fishing for blacks to come Yes, he was, him. but and I'm just saying. She, knowing she, I'm pretty sure she knew that shit. But she was like, fuck it, that money talking. I'm going to go do that. He was fishing for black people so he can put on a pedestal and buy this person from y'all culture rock with me. Now, I don't back then when it first was going on, she <laughs> did say why she chose to do stuff. I don't even remember, so I'm not definitely not going to put words in my mouth. Because I don't remember what she said back then. That was so long ago at this point. But um, I, I rock with Chris said. I love me some Chris I don't mind. I just, I, just, I just hated that it, at that certain time when he was looking for the black person to put on the pedestal, you know, and everyone knew what it was. That's why ain't too many blacks fuck with Trump because he was just trying to pose like, yeah, well, he with me. So well, he part of y'all culture. So y'all should be with me. It's one of them things. It's just a hot mess out here in the streets. So, moving... Oh, you know what? Before we even talk about that, I know you wanted to talk about your sports. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Because I was supposed quick to... Take. Yeah, my, go ahead. All right, so my sports, y'all know I do my daily sports. Uh, well, I say my weekly sports check-in as much as I can. So, we going to my Bulls. I got to do my weekly update on my Bulls. You know, they did... Uh, they finished up they, um, they, um, they off-season. Well, it still is off-season, but they off-season moves. So, they traded Larry Markin in Cleveland. You know, in a three, three-team trade... Cleveland uh, gets Larry Markin. Cleveland, in, in return, gives Chicago um, a first-round pick, which comes from Denver. And then they put Portland in the trade because Chicago won the first rounder, or Chicago wanted a second-round second, second round to go with the first rounder, but Cleveland didn't want to give it up. So, like, okay, we got to get another partner. So, Portland comes in like, shit, well, we'll take some of that. So, Cleveland goes in gets like, hey, okay, so you here, we'll give you Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance Jr., cool. He's a good role player. And Chicago, we're going to send you Derrick Jones Jr. and a second-round pick. So Chicago in return for Larry Markin's bum ass. They got uh, Derrick Jones Jr., a first-rounder, and a second-rounder, which I'm all for. I think it was a good trade for us. I've been wanting Derrick Jones since he left Miami last offseason. So I figured he was always going to be a good piece. Uh, he didn't really fit too well in Portland because Portland don't really prioritize defense. They just they run and gun. And Derrick Jones ain't no running gun player. They just thought he could fill a role, and you know, everybody don't work on all teams. And him, he fell out with the coach. So I think he really gonna contribute to the Bulls. I really do like his style with us because he's a he's a he's a defensive guy that can fly. We gonna have probably two of the best top five dunkers in the league on our team next year, which I'm cool with. Um, I think Cleveland's a dumbass. They went and, and gave Larry, Larry Markin a four year deal over sixty million dollars. And they already got three, maybe four big men, and they gonna give him all that money. That's just stupid. But you know, I'm all for Cleveland sucking, just off the shit LeBron did with us, <laughs> did to us over all them dead roads years. So Cleveland, keep fucking sucking it up. I love it. Not right now. <laughs> just just <wait. laughs> and then go. Um, the next thing is uh today was the uh the cut day for the Bears. Well, all NFL. This is our final cuts. Uh, preseasons ended. 53-man rosters up. 
Um, a lot of our cuts we had, some surprising ones we had, to be honest with you. Uh, I figured Darius Newsome, he was a six-round pick for this uh, year's draft. He's a wide receiver. I thought he'd make the team just because he this is his first year. He's a six-rounder. They want to see what he can do. But they cut him. Hopefully, he cut, they pick, they actually uh, able to keep him. You know, he clears waivers, and he goes to the practice squad. So, I'm hoping that's the case because I really want to keep him. Uh, they cut Riley Ridley. Uh, brother of Calvin Ridley of the um, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I'm not. I'm kind of surprised, but at the same time, he ain't really contributed. He been he's been very underwhelming, you know, from ever since we got him. So I'm not really tripping on him. You know, he was a fourth round pick. Um, let me see. They had a couple. Um, they cut Desmond Trufant. Well, I guess they waived him. He's a cornerback. His father passed away, so he he left the team and he never came back to the team. So I guess it's like, you know, we got to make some roster moves so we can't keep you. Uh, Artie Burns, another guy, um, another veteran, they cut him too. They cut some surprising people. Um, I guess it's to help keep some of that money, um, I guess, off the books for them. Um, So I'm really not sure, but I'm not mad at it. The only thing I care about is when they're going to start Justin Fields. So that's all I care about. I'm probably thinking maybe week four. Maybe going into week five, they, uh, they start him. Because Andy Dalton ain't going to do shit. I'd be surprised. He going to go to uh, their game one is against Los Angeles Rams. They going to uh, Los Angeles to play the Rams in that brand new stadium. Andy Dalton going to get his head uh, beat in. <laughs> so that's just, what, that's just what it's going to be. So I'm not really – I'm not really – I'm not going to be surprised if the Bears lose the first game. I'm really not. It's because they, they, they start off their season tough. They have a tough schedule, and they're going away. Defense is going to be the defense. I'm not really tripping on the defense. I just want to see what the offense is going to do, but it's going to be hard because Andy, Dal- Andy Dalton's fucking trash. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, I'm pretty sure the Bears are going to pick up another cornerback because they need some cornerback help because they kind of thin the cornerback position with all these cuts they've had. I think they're going to pick up another wide receiver because Daz Newsom was a speedster and they let him go. So that may be something. But it's surprising. They, they kept, I'm pretty sure, yeah, they kept Rodney Adams. Rodney Adams wasn't on our team last year. I think he sat last year. Um, he's a surprise story. He's really had a good preseason. He's a wide receiver that we uh, came in the training camp. I only think he had a guaranteed spot and he made the team. So I'm, I'm really. I'm really rooting for him to have a solid year. I don't think he's going to be some breakout star. I just think I'm just rooting for him to have a solid year this year since he busts his ass to make the team. So I'm really excited about that. Um, let me see. Other than that, oh, I had a story. came out of ESPN. One of the um, the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, Urban Meyer, they asked him about the cuts, what was going on today, and um, if players being vaccinated played a part in the cuts that went on today. For the 53-man roster. He said, yeah, they did play a part. So, as we go back to the COVID thing, it's always a passive-aggressive thing. You see, the players that refuse to be vaccinated for their own personal reasons, they still get, you know, they still pay the cost. It's like they're getting chastised for their personal choices. So, so it's really a reality that a lot of players didn't make their teams because they refused to get vaccinated. You know, so... That's just fool without just think about that. You, you bust your ass this whole offseason. You play good enough to make the team. And because your personal choice isn't to get vaccinated, you know, they're going to cut you. Mm-mm-mm. That's a mess. It is. Hi, Max. But that's all I got for the sports. 
Alrighty. So let's go ahead and um take a quick, quick break. Mm-hmm. And come on back. Alright, see you in a minute. So we back. Uh-huh. And so for conversation time, we gonna go on and continue this conversation about Kanye West, Mr. West. This has been a hot week for Kanye. Man, he ain't been in the social media so damn much. Album it's just like, dropped. Jesus. Album just dropped. Yeah, it's been a lot going on. You got people in their feelings. You got people, you know what I'm saying, putting posts up. And I'm just not understanding. Now, I'm not in no music um, field. I'm not out here recording no damn albums. But... Mm-hmm. I just thought when a person put out an album, it's up to them what they keep and what they don't keep. I, I'm, I'm just saying. It's, Especially a person like Kanye. He, he definitely has creative control over... No, but anybody, <laughs> though, for that matter. Like, it's their album. And so I don't really understand why people are in their feelings like that. Mm-hmm. If it was your album and... You ask Kanye or whoever to do a song, and maybe you had two, three different people do the same type of, you know, verse on the song, and when it boiled down to, you know what I'm saying, what's going to make the album not make the album, you might be like, shit, I ain't feeling that that, that verse. That verse don't hit like I needed to. Yeah. They did a better job on that on that track. So I'm just a little confused to why your boy... Um, what do you call yourself now? Draco? Big AKA Draco. Soldier Boy. I'm not understandable man, why this, you and your feelings like this. He was wild, yo. This can't. Like you being real disrespectful, and I'ma just say it. I don't really care who agrees who don't agree uh who agree and don't agree with what I gotta say. It's just my personal opinion. We all have it. But to be sitting on social media like a little kid in grammar school. Calling somebody a weirdo, calling bipolar, talking about that's why your wife left you. And I definitely got my views on that tech, but moving on. Um, calling somebody a lame ass nigga, talking about that's why I hope don't fuck with him. Then calling him a goofy ass for trying to run for president. Like, really, nigga, you really out here in these streets clowning like this on social media? No, you, 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 somebody needs to cut your ass out right about that. Um, I'm just confused. Some of this shit just proves he is straight out in his feelings. He didn't make the cut, to be honest with you. He don't know. She don't know shit about the relationship between Jay and Ho. He ain't even know. He ain't you don't even know that. You ain't even Yeah. Hove ain't fucking with no soldier. Hove ain't Soldier Boy ain't even in the same room as Hove. And then he, he talking about some, I don't know how to feel. Kanye sent me that song, Remote Control, and I don't hear my verse on, on it. Who gives two fucks, dude? It's his album. He could put who he want on there. Why you so upset? And then you steady calling this man weird as fuck. But but you bitching about being on his album though. But he's a weirdo. So why do you want to be on a weirdo's album? So who's the fucking weirdo here? I'm just saying. All I know is <laughs> it's just too much for me. When it comes to that, you know what type of artist Soulja Boy? Soulja Boy ain't no lyricist. He ain't spitting like that. Then he's talking about some fuck uh fuck that um my Kanye West this song. It's finna drop. No, I'm tired of uh, sparing this clown as nigga. No, you're the clown, boo, because you're sitting here acting really childish and immature because you didn't make the cut. You know, my boy Chris mm-hmm. Brown, I love me some Chris Brown. He has some words to say, but he snatched it back off. You know what I'm saying? Off of social media, because I guess he was supposed to be on there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just, 
I don't know. I, I don't understand why people are sowing their feelings and calling this man a goofy, a hoe-ass nigga and all this and that. Now, it'd be really funny if he beat your ass while you calling this man a hoe-ass nigga. I'm just saying. I ain't, I haven't heard. <laughs> Kanye's album is 20, it's 28 tracks. It's too fucking long. 20 tracks, no matter how good it is. I think Chris Brown, when you do 28 tracks, that shit too long. <laughs> so, I haven't heard the whole thing. I, I'm probably, I'm about six, seven songs through it. But, the the artists he got on there when they rapping, them cats is flowing, yo. Like they they he they lyrical with they his beats is his beats are not bad so far on these albums and these cats he got on there they flowing. Soldier Boy ain't flowing like the shit I'm hearing on his album so far. I'm just be honest. I've had a chance to so, listen to his album. I'm gonna take time to listen to. I don't know if I'm gonna listen to yeah, twenty eight tracks. It's a lot. But um, maybe when I'm cleaning up and I'll just let it play. Then I probably could listen to twenty eight tracks. Probably, but me just sitting somewhere, I doubt I do that. But I am gonna take the time to listen to his tracks. But it was just crazy because TMZ ran into Soldier Boy, and Soldier Boy like you know what I'm saying the claims about him um, getting his album leaking is it, caps. Mm-hmm. He capping, mm-hmm. um, as these young folks say. Because I don't use that term. I just say you're lying. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It was just crazy to me that he's just venting the way he's venting. Like, why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should I even play the video? Like, should I play it or is it not anymore? Go ahead, man. Big Draco off your album, boy. You know what you did. Don't put it on the label. I don't bro. give a damn if he mad. I don't care how he feels. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you could have called me. That's Cal. Wow. That's so- Cal. He just, only reason he said it. Why you ain't said it before the album come out? You went. He's just in his feelings. That boy is in his feelings, and he's yeah. throwing a tantrum like a little baby. He was really looking forward to being on that. Yard. That's what it was. I think because <laughs> to me, what I think it was, it was going to be a good look for him. And so he was banking on that. That's what I'm thinking. Because he knew the album was going to be big. If the album's been getting mixed reviews. I've been hearing a lot of people saying they like the album a lot. And I've been hearing a lot of people saying, you know, the album's too long and it's not his best work. But I'm, I am going to say this. The report came out today saying he, um, Donda's broke the, uh, the Apple record. For the most streams in the first day, he had over sixty million U.S. streams in the first day when the album dropped. That's an Apple. That's an Apple record for streaming. So don't get it twisted. Everyone talking about Kanye album, he breaking records with his album. But that that's just because everybody been hitting to listen to it though. So that yeah. don't mean that all those people like that. I'm album. not saying the album uh, is the greatest, but if, no, I'm just saying. That, I just want million, to... If you have sixty million U.S. streams in the first day, you doing something. That's because people have been waiting on it or whatever and they wanted to hear it. But then you still have the reviews of, is it really a good album? Yeah. Like, is it going to make it to where it's getting? But guess what? If Soldier would have been on that album, he would have been like, yeah, I was on that album and broke Apple, Apple record. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no other rapper. Ain't he would have been to the other <laughs> I'm shit. the first. I'm the first one that did the, <laughs> did been on the album with the 60 million streams. I did that. Big Soldier, all that bullshit he be talking about. But you know so, what? Don't, don't get it twisted. I just felt like, and I'm I'm about to go into um, the Breakfast Club with uh, DJ Envy calling Kanye a clown. I really had a problem with that for so many reasons. And then to see Soldier Boy calling him a clown and things like that, I have a problem with and that. And I got thoughts on this early um, release thing. But go ahead. So, on the Breakfast Club, you know, they, they asked Envy about his take. And this is what he had to say, which I wasn't really too happy about. I was really, I don't know. 
album and how well it did. And you had some issues with Kanye. You called him a clown several yeah, I, times. Yeah, I called him a clown, and I still stand by that, and I still mean that. Um, send him healing energy. No, I mean, I do, but I still think he's a clown. You can send a clown healing energy. Um, what's so funny? No, so when it comes to so many people call me, artists, athletes, uh, OGs, uh, newer artists, younger artists, uh, Kanye's team, and asked me why I felt that way. And I explained to them why I felt that way. And, you know, they asked me, well, why do you think that the people that I named, which was Pusha T, John Monopoly, uh, Free, and Boo, were like that too? Because I felt like I said, I, I feel like you enable him to do it. Like you don't stop him from doing the wild out stuff behind the scenes that I think is no, really uh, disrespectful right. and he should be humbled. And they told me that that's a lie. It was like, that is not true. They was like, when you're dealing with somebody with that has... Uh, problems and bipolar and things like that you can't necessarily control them it's uncontrollable you do what you can to make sure that things are all right and they try to stand there as a brother but they said yeah they agree some of the things that he does is foul but they said they can't control that man and i called them clowns as well and i called pusha t yesterday i called free yesterday okay. and i spoke to uh, boo yesterday for a while and i spoke to him and we had a great conversation and they told me what they're trying to do to help that situation so to those brothers Yes, I get it. And me calling you a clown was foul. Listen, I'm just gonna pause that right there. I don't. I don't even need to play the whole thing. Um, I had so many problems with that on so many levels because once again, I find that to be a form of bullying. Um, you could really push somebody over the edge saying shit like that. Um, mental illness is real, whether people think it is or not. For me, when I used to see Kanye do certain things, I always thought it was something there. You know, even before they outright said that he had an issue. Because mm-hmm. nobody behavior is like that. But you also got to look at this man has been through a whole lot that probably wasn't ever dealt with. Like losing his mother and things like that. And then being in a marriage that's so public with that type of family setup that the Kardashians have. That's a lot. And still dealing with what you need to be dealing with, which is probably not even being dealt with. So to sit on a radio station and you're acknowledging that this man has a, a, a mental disorder, but you still gonna call him a clown? Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. Because that could push somebody over the edge to commit suicide, anything. Like, mental illness is real, and I really get irritated just because I have family members personally that deal with different forms of, of mental illness. I deal with anxiety myself. Mm-hmm. I take that shit real personal and I think that shit is real insensitive of somebody that's dealing with something that's real. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what you all saying these type of words and these things, what that could potentially do to that man and his mental. Yeah. I don't, I can't respect that shit at all. And he wrong on so many fucking levels. And, and yeah, this is about my five minute rant for real. Because it, it, you you don't disrespect a, a person that has a mental illness like that. You just don't. What if that was one of his family members? Would he still be calling them a clown? And when a person has mental illness, that's especially bipolar, that's very hard to control a person with that, that illness. Mm-hmm. And I've been around people with mental, mental illness, uh, schizophrenic, and all those different things. I've been around people like that. That shit is real. And what they see is totally different what a person that don't deal with those type of issues see. And so when you say shit like that, I, I just, man, he that, that shit pissed me off when I saw that. I was just like, what are you doing right now? 
I'm gonna say this because I it was a part of that interview I didn't I didn't listen to. I didn't know he how he was calling uh pushing them his team around them clowns. I think yes, I do think that shit was foul. He did clear it up, but yeah. That but he shit, only cleared it up with them shit. though. He didn't apologize for calling a person that has been diagnosed with bipolar. Well, I didn't get to that part. I just think that's wrong. But um, yeah, I think he's definitely Bush has talked about this before, uh, about the role he plays on Kanye's team and the conversations they have and he's already told them he's already told people and he always he had an interview about this, about how Kanye do what he wanna do. He he talked to him, he trying to check him on some of this shit, but at the end of the day Kanye ain't gonna do what he wanna do. So it's it's not it's not right to fucking sit around and judge and bash the team. You bashing the team when everyone knows Kanye is Kanye. He gonna do the fuck you wanna do regardless. Kanye didn't have conversations with Jay. He had conversations with Tip. He had conversations with a lot of different people. That's not you know what I'm saying. That's not even saying anything going going public. He has and Kanye still does the fuck he wants to do. So what do you how you fuck you think it is gonna be what it's gonna be. So them calling niggas, I know Push ain't no fucking clown. I don't give a fuck who the fuck talking about. Push is one of my favorites. He one of my top five, to be honest with you. First of all, he shouldn't but be calling the, nobody a clown. But getting, but getting the fucking, getting the Kanye with that shit, yeah. I don't, I don't appreciate, everyone doesn't appreciate, or everyone, they're, the things Kanye does, everyone doesn't like. Everyone knows. It's stuff he's so, done out of that yeah, life, but I ain't gonna call him like, no clown. I I I, I know like, that he tripping right now. Yeah, you know he, he shouldn't do certain things. I totally agree, but to call that man a clown and you know he's suffering with a disorder that makes him off balance. Why would you do that? Kanye still never. You can tell he's still going through. He's still going through some he's, shit. He's still going through dealing with his mom's death. Yes, his he mom's is. been there for a while now. But he's still going through it. Ain't no timetable on healing when it comes to your parent dying. Let me just say this because I don't know. I feel like people um, be out here thinking you supposed to be okay at th- at their timing, and that's not how that shit working. So you lose a parent, you can't tell a person how to fucking feel. Losing a parent is something that that, and I'm speaking from a person. My dad been gone for two and a half years. It's about to be three years. And I still go through different emotions and I've dealt with just stupidity um, from his family that I just don't even get it. At this point, I, I don't really care. But it's like, for you, somebody to tell somebody how to feel about losing a parent, you that you don't have that right. Now, if you lost a parent and you was able to bounce back, that was you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Everybody, and it was just him and his mother. So that's even harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to lose the one person that you've had. You know what I'm saying? It's just been you and that person. And that ain't not here no more. And they was very close. So I don't really you understand. Don't get twisted, his mother was loved in that city. She was a, she was a, his mother was a professor at the University of Chicago. Anyone that's from Chicago knows the University of Chicago is one of them colleges where everyone's been there. <laughs> at least for one semester. Or they know a lot of people that have been there. So she teaches, she she taught there, she was a professor there. Everyone knew his mother. Period. But even if you didn't know Even when she passed, trust me, the city felt that she passed. But it's just disrespectful on so many levels from these people and I don't really understand it um at all. I don't know if Envy has lost a parent. I don't know. I don't know too much about his 
his situation, but I just thought it was just disrespectful and just not tasteful of him to sit there and repeatedly call that man a clown. I stand by, he's a clown. I, I just thought that was real goofy and disrespectful. I did. I, I really did, and I just don't like that. And just speaking from somebody who lost a parent, you, you don't have the right to tell nobody how to fucking feel or when they should feel better yeah. about losing no parent. Cause I, I I get real real in my feelings when people come at me about my dad. <laughs> so and he a public figure. Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine that. I'm I'm not a public figure like that. He ain't got time to grieve. You man. know what I'm saying? He, he just to me, to no, grieve, he man. hasn't. And, and 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 a lot of times I feel like his mom passed, he didn't mess around, got in a relationship with a Kardashian. That's he all. Thrust, just... He got thrust upon it. Kanye ain't even a public, he's not a public figure like that. He's a private guy. He got thrust into a TV show where they fucking filmed. He had, he probably, she probably made him do that dumb shit. Or he probably felt like he should, yeah, he should so, do it at yeah. a obligation to her. Even if she you know didn't make saying? him, he probably Crazy. felt like he had to do it. You know what I'm saying? She talked way too much about their fucking relationship in certain, in certain aspects. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's opposite of what the fuck Ye was. And I just, I don't know. I I really hope this album um, give him peace. I hope it gives him growth. And I really hope it gets him to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know one thing. I do. When you talk about the album, with the album releasing, he came out and he said um, that, you know, the album released without his consent. So they basically said the album released early. I have my thoughts about that one right there. Because I feel... Did you have anything to say real quick? No, no, no. You can go ahead, baby. Okay, so... This ain't no five-minute rant. This is my thought about it. I don't release early. I think Ye semi-played a part in releasing that on early. I do because everyone knows that him and Drake ain't on the best of terms. And everyone knows Drake's album is is dropping uh, Friday, September 3rd. Okay. So, and everyone knows that Drake has this track or talking some shit about Kanye on his album coming up. So, ain't no way I'm going to sit here and go head to head with Certified Lover Boy that's going to come out on my shit. And, and you know Drake is, is, Drake is huge. He is I'm a, a big Drake fan. I not, I'm a big Drake fan. Yeah. Um, I love Kanye West. One, just off the notion because he's from Chicago. I was more of a fan when he made... When he first came out, more so than his new music he makes. Mm-hmm. Um, He's made some songs in there where I felt, but... Since he's been going through his little situation, I ain't really been a big fan of his music. But I'm going to always support my dude because, for one, he's from Chicago. I'm going to always rep my city. I'm going to always rep whoever comes from my city. Because coming from Chicago, it's a big thing to come from that city and make it. Period. Um, Especially as a young black man coming from Chicago, knowing what young black men go through. Um... I ain't gonna never down that man. I may not like everything he do. I may not agree with everything he does, but um, I'm gonna always be respectful and show that love because he from my city. And I tell you this, Kanye, he didn't have no problem going head to head with Fifty in the album drop. He like, you know what? That's this good publicity <laughs> when they did that, and Kanye felt like, okay, I can handle Fifty. But going head to head with Drake on his album drop, I think is going. That's a whole other beast. He don't want to shed up. If he did that, he wasn't gonna get them sixty million streams on that first day. That he uh that he just got and broke that album record. That wasn't gonna happen. Be no, honest, I don't think that so. one. 
Because when Drake drops, they gonna yeah. be like, "Yo, I got, I'm gonna get back to this Kanye album. I gotta listen to Certified Love yeah. Boy because the Certified Love Boy has been anticipated for a long time. And I can't wait to hear you know his know music. And so. I ain't the biggest Drake fan in the world, but I understand when good music drops, it drops. Drake make good music though. You can't not Drake. I like his first couple albums. His last couple albums, I'm not really on. Now I'm be honest, I'm never because I've always I've said this before. I'm not the type that run to go back rap albums. Well, I don't buy no albums. I just stream them. But. Well, Drake albums is not. Rap albums, but um, <laughs> but I still ain't never just ran that. I bought one of his albums because of that one song I really like. But I do like his music, and I do. Whoa, what one song you really like? The one with Lil Wayne. That was my shit. I can't even think of that about it. But anyway, <laughs> I know, but that was my shit. That one little song. That but anyway, that song. made me run a bad act to bump in my car. But um, you know <laughs> but I just I, I don't know. I just. I don't know, but speaking of Kanye, to continue this conversation about him. This is the Yeezy segment. Yeah, it really is, because it was just so much to talk about, so we just decided to put it all in one. Um, But I really do feel like your boy needs to give him an apology in the next subject. Um, But lastly, Kim Kardashian, uh, let's call her something else, Kim Kardashian, (laughs) Look, Kim Kardashian uh, plans to keep the West last name after her divorce from Kanye. How mm. you feel about that, babe? She like she like Tina Turner. She like you can take it all, take everything away, but you can't have my last name. I want to keep the Turner last name. Except <laughs> she ain't fucking Tina though. <laughs> so, so that's just crazy. That's just another way of her getting what she want. Kanye like she probably like you can do whatever you want, take whatever you want. I get that shit back. So Kim really be rich as hell. She already been rich as hell. But she's gonna get. Well, she's gonna stay rich because she got them four kids. She's definitely gonna stay rich and four kids, and she's gonna keep the last name. I don't understand what's the purpose of keeping the man last name. Well, the source, a close source to the family, says that her decision has to do with keeping the family together. As far as the kids? Yeah. So, so what if she gonna, get married again and has some more kids? So what what's that gonna mean? happen when when Ye get married and he gonna have another wife last name West? That's fucked up. So what are you gonna? I, I'm gonna be honest with you. But see, we mean you talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the pilot. This is just the conversation me and you just had. When I was saying that I understand why women want to keep their last name when they have small kids. Because of the, you know. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But then when it comes to her, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because they can't, first of all, Kardashians, I think they got like a complex with them being alone. Because they can't never be by themselves, man. They always got to be in a relationship with somebody. Yeah, that is true. That, that's true. You like, ain't they, never lie. I've never seen... I think Courtney maybe was by herself, maybe for one second, one hot second. But now she... Guess I'm keep doing. cheating on her. And then... Uh, <laughs> whatever. Now, that ain't Courtney. No, that's, Courtney that's is doing it. Courtney the one that... She with Christian, she the basketball She keeps going back to the same dude that keeps cheating on her. I don't understand why. I guess they got a kid or whatever. I don't know why. But it's like they cannot not be by themselves. I don't know so why. How is that maybe, work? maybe, and then my whole thing: what if she finds somebody else? She she just not gonna take that new husband name? Is that what that means? Cause I don't know if no man. Somebody else. Nine times out of ten, it'll be another black dude, and black dude gonna be like, nah, you gotta get rid of that last name, yo. I just I don't know. And then if he gets remarried. I don't think Kanye will get remarried. He probably, if he ever gets married again, it'd be <laughs> way down the line. But he, first of all, I think before Kanye gets serious with anybody, he there's some healing that needs to be done. As he needs to probably go to therapy, definitely, um, and talk to somebody, get all these emotions and feelings out. 
it's somebody he don't know that can't judge him, that can't put their two cents. Just let him get everything out on the table that he feel like he needs to get out before he date. Um, that's what I think. I think to me, I always said it though. I thought that him and Kim that was too too quick after his mother died. Like he needed time to really heal from that situation. I think and he, I always felt like he never had the time to do that. I feel like you gonna know when he really heals when it's, it's gonna reflect in his music. Yeah, I think he gonna go when when he actually gets the chance to heal. He gonna go he back gonna to his go own back self. To college dropout. I I miss that. Is. I miss that music. And the funny and and the, and and the bad part about it is to me those are some of his best albums. I but to that. me, his greatest album was the album that he dropped after his mom died, the Eight Away the Heartbreak, because that was just raw emotion on that album. That was the best album that man ever came out with. It changed the way people do people do music off that Eight Away the Heartbreak album now, just the way that thing is patterned. So, it's it's crazy. Well, it's a lot. He has a lot going on, and I really do send prayers his way. But I really would like people to stop, stop being so disrespectful, calling him a, crib in Chicago. calling him clowns and stuff. I I don't like that. I don't. I think it's ugly, and um, people need to be more respectful and educate themselves on mental health before they open their mouths. That's what I truly think. Um, uh-huh. So that's it for me. Do you have anything else? Nah, man, I just root for you, man. Yeah, I do too. I want him to win. Shout out to him every day, all day, boo. He need to fucking lower the price of them shirts. You know, I, I saw, I read somewhere where he was them, uh, them, them damn shirts he was selling at his concert was two hundred dollars. Yeah, good luck with that. Two hundred dollars. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. uh. Um, <laughs> I ain't going. Stop, yay. Stop. You in Chicago? It's a pandemic, boo. You know the Chicago price is two for forty. They gonna make this <laughs> Look. He's talking about you used to get all the bullet at your bow jeans. Them bitches was twenty dollars. I know the ones you was talking about. Cause I used to get them bitches too. <laughs> twenty dollars. Two for thirty five. You know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> at the swap. <laughs> well, with closing, I just wanna thank y'all for tuning in for KJ Conversations. You already know. This is the place where we talk about a little love, a little family, a little relationships, and, of course, everything in between, as usual. Everything. Everything. Um, if you want to reach out to us, our email is kjperiodconvo19 at gmail.com. Facebook is KNJ Conversations, and that and is the and symbol. Instagram is k underscore j underscore conversations. Absolutely. It's Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Well, no, I'm lying. It's on Memorial Day. It's Labor Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to get something out I always get stuff confused. Memorial Day Labor, I always get confused. <laughs> but um, you guys make sure. For a lot of you, it's three-day weekend. Hey, three-day right. weekend. So, especially for me, too. I'm going to be on my ass, relaxing. I'll finally <laughs> get a weekend where don't nobody come bother us. So... <laughs> Yeah, we've been busy the last few weekends. Literally, every weekend. Ever, First, my family came. Then your family came. Then what else we have in between now? A lot of bullshit. I'm taking a vacation <laughs> the next couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely going to be just sitting on my ass for a minute. So I can't wait. I really enjoyed this episode, y'all. You already know. We will catch y'all next week. What day, baby? On Wednesday. And and do your closing, baby. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna leave you. Y'all already know, man. Like, follow, support. One more time. Like, follow, support. All right, y'all. See y'all next week. Peace.